Yeah, don't talk on the podcast. We're recording now, but don't talk. And by that I mean you. Oh, okay. I just. Bye. Dear headlight. Hey, everyone. Episode 331. Welcome out to the Good, the Bad, and the Geeky. Um, so, before we get to who we have on the show, uh, Check out uh, Packrat Comics real quick at packratcomics.com. Uh, they're the uh, 2015 Eisner Award-winning Packrat Comics. You can only win it once, which is pretty awesome. And then also check out uh, the uh, Magical Unauthorized Misadventures of Rocky and Boinko at gbgpresentspod.com. And uh, so we have a great thing. We have the gang from SRO Theater and the Bridges of Madison County. And... Uh, so I thought everyone just real quickly introduce yourselves again, even though you will do it in a second sure. because that's that's how I roll here, <laughs> and then um, and also just Double plug interest. some other plug some other stuff that you guys have coming up. Uh, sure, I am uh, Christopher Green. I'm the director of uh, the Bridges of Madison County and the artistic director of SRO Theater, um, and we have the Bridges of Madison County, which will run April 28th through May 7th at the Columbus Performing Arts Center. Um, and uh, in June, we'll be presenting The 39 Steps, which is the classic, um, well, Hitchcock kind of made it famous, but uh, the classic tale of um, just zaniness. I don't know how to explain it. So that's coming up in June. Um, and with us, we have uh, some of the cast members. Um, and by some, we mean a good deal. Yeah, we have a good deal. <laughs> we have now. a good deal of them now. Most this is pretty cool. This is pretty cool. By yes. My name is Bill Hafner, and I play the incredibly handsome and good-looking Charlie in and, the show. And funny. And funny. Oh, yeah. And That's funny. Stuff, yeah. <laughs> and we also have... My name's Elizabeth Tate. I play Marge, who is uh, Charlie's, Charlie's counterpart, uh, as it were. Mm. Yeah. And then finally... Yes, hi, I'm Michael Berman. <laughs> <laughs> and I play Richard Bud Johnson in the Bridges of Madison Richard County. And, and Bud is the... Uh, <laughs> The husband of Francesca Johnson, who decides that he's not man enough uh, for a, a he four decides day. that he decides that. Uh, well, in a four-day stint in Iowa, poor Bud. One year. And, and also, we may talk about this later, but apparently, you also have the role. You, you play the bed that you know the two leaves. Yes, yes. We'll talk about that later on. Yeah, later on, I play, I play the bed that they have sex on. So, so, all right. So, 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 we'll start with the gang from SRO Theater talking about all kinds of we'll great start stuff. With the g- Well, I guess it depends on the mood of the crowd. So, uh, I normally do I normally do a Green Day song just because they're fun and easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do a lot of Michael Bublé, so oh, I'll do yeah. Home or Feeling it. Good. Feeling Good, great song. I love that. And nobody does Lost, so I do Lost because I like it, but it's slow, so it has to be the right time. Mm. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite karaoke go-to song? Yeah, Lizzie. I mm-hmm. always do old things like. Beatles yesterday. Don't say Black Velvet. No. Don't say Fancy. Those are the two most I don't see girl songs Reba. Reba is Fancy, baby. Don't leave Wait, I think they're making a um, TV show based on that song. Fancy? Yeah. Reba Rackatire was not the original artist to sing Fancy. 
Oh, no. It She's the one who made it famous. Well, no, it was what's her name? You guys are Carol you're Mitchell. blowing me away with your music Vicky theory. It makes me very sad oh, right now. Oh, oh I Mama's see family. That. And she, whoa, Vicky also, Lawrence. The original lights went out in Georgia too. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, did look. Not know that. I did not know I did that. that. I knew the lot. I knew the both the songs were Vicky Lawrence. Lawrence. Well, I mean, I know Vicky Lawrence gave Mama's Family, Carol Burnett show, but like I didn't know she had like like hit, like top forty hits. Lights went out in Georgia was probably bigger than Fancy. Oh yeah, her. definitely. Yeah, I Huge. did not know that. Well, Reba covered them both, I think, on the same album. Yeah, I don't see that. But I do remember that is when I was in high school, coming out fancy. Mm-hmm. Well, we're already recording. We got that nice Wait little a bit. You haven't heard mine. That, well, that's right. Well, that's why I want to go around the table, and that way I can get start getting everyone's name. So, like, I know who this gentleman to my right is. This is Michael. And you are Elizabeth, Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. and you are Sir Bill Hafner. And Bill, what is your karaoke go-to? Probably "Drift Away" by Dobie Gray. Okay, I do not know that song. <laughs> Beat boys and friends. Oh, so. gonna rock and roll and drift away. So you know I won't keep saying. I know it. Well, says, don't listen to this podcast. I know the song. Oh, you have a, you have a beautiful view. Before I hit record, they were singing Gaston. And you guys sound, you both sounded really good. And then to my left is? Christopher. Christopher. And uh, you guys are with the SRO Theater Company. That's right. But, but yeah, so you guys, how long have you guys been going on for? Uh, well, we started rehearsal about, what, four weeks ago? Yeah. Or so? There's a lot of like days that. off, though. Okay. Oh, you mean the company? Yeah, well, we'll get to that, too. But yeah, the company. Well, the company has been around for 32 years. <laughs> Wasn't very um, clear. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, was founded in 1984. Uh, workout. Math, yes, I believe that. Okay, good. Uh, by Joy Riley, who was a professor at mm-hmm. Ohio State. And it started off as, um, as a kind of oral history type of deal where they would get senior citizens to come in and tell stories and then it would translate and they would put it on stage. Okay. It's called grandparents. Well, yeah, not originally. Um, uh, and then it kind of morphed into grandparents living theater. Okay. Um, over the years and then it changed to uh, Senior Repertory of Ohio and they had a show called I, I Was Young, Now I'm Wonderful that literally toured the world. It was a PBS special made out of it. Oh, wow. Yeah, so... Um, our history is 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 started as a kind of a senior theater, and mm-hmm. now we've kind of morphed over the years um, into doing intergenerational works, meaning shows that have um, cast with wide varying ages. Yeah, um, we cast age appropriately um, as best as we can. And <laughs> as, 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 you look you look you took twenty eight. I love this man. Yeah. I'm gonna put you in my pocket. Well, when I ever, whenever I feel awful, I'll be like, what? What did you say? I wouldn't mind being fifty again myself. Oh, look at you. See, people. I think people are. You you look like forty something. So no, I wouldn't mind being this forty is again either. Demeanor. Yeah. I, I, he says that as if he's he's. What are you fifty one? Yeah. <laughs> like, fifty two. <laughs> I'm 28. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know how old I'm supposed to be playing in this show either. You're age appropriate, Bill. I'm age appropriate. <laughs> age appropriate. So, 
So, uh, so then, when did that transition start coming? Like probably about ten years ago. Or? Um, well, when they switched to Grandparents Living Theater, um, Joy Riley retired from the organization, and Nancy Knox took um, over as artistic director. Mm-hmm. Director. And um, that's kind of when the mission kind of changed because they didn't have the senior group that was going out and touring anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so they kind of dropped the senior repertory of Ohio. I mean, that was the proper name of the company. Mm-hmm. They started going by SRO. Mm-hmm. They just shortened it to SRO. Um, because they didn't have that sure. touring anymore. So that's kind of when it changed from doing really senior-only um, theater to mm-hmm. doing more well-known shows that have the wide ranges of ages and you know they did a lot of musicals to start and it kind of morphed over the years to doing more plays um but now we're back to having sort of that mix um this season had three musicals and three plays um next season we'll have three musicals and two plays so we kind of keep it uh even okay so and the one i just finished i think you guys were kind of talked about when i got here and was setting up it was dogfight well dogfight yes dogfight is a show that um uh was written by pasic and paul who just won the oscar for la la land for doing oh, for la la land okay um, cool they wrote the music for dear evan hansen which is on broadway right now mm-hmm. um and we have a there's a company in dayton called dare to defy um okay they did the regional premiere of Dogfight in Dayton the last two weekends and we're really good friends with the people that run that or that company and so we said why don't you bring it one night only after you close come to Columbus do it for one night like a concert version so they they just came two nights ago um, and oh, did wow. that at the uh, Columbus Premier Arts Center we kind of did a preview before and uh, some of the guys stayed and watched Bridges with Dogfight at the end yeah. <laughs> oh okay yeah. cool so it started at o'clock and we, we just went from 8 to about 9.45 it's like oh, alright fine you guys I guess can come on I mean you only driven from Dayton but right. but okay Fun well, night. that's cool well, that's, so who so who chooses what music like so Bridges like I've never heard Bridges of Madison County the musical I know I'm familiar I'm well I'm familiar with the book as in I know it exists and I've seen the movie long ago when Meryl Streep won her sure, sure. 30th Oscar <laughs> right, right. Well, rightfully so by the way it was a very good movie so well, um, and the musical kind of takes uh, on more liberties than the book or the uh, the movie do. I think um, the main focus of both of those is really Francesca and Robert, whereas in the musical they kind of branch out to to show her family, to show the people that live in her town, and so it's a little bit different in that regard. I mean, the the, the story is the same, um, but it, the musical came out in two thousand. 14, I believe. Oh, wow. Um, Jason Robert Brown. Jason Robert Brown uh, wrote the score. Marsha Norman, who won a Pulitzer Prize for Night Mother, wrote the book. Cool. Real heavy hitters there. Uh, Won three Tony Awards. Um, And is still touring, I believe, to this day. So Mm -hmm. that was pretty successful. Um, Yeah. I just like the musical because I'm actually in it. (laughs) You look at the book, and you look at the guys in there. It's like, Bud, who's Bud? Like, yeah, most of your there's mailboxes there. Eastwood Drive past it, so. Yeah. He pulls up and walks up to her. 
Do you feel lucky, punk? <laughs> I don't think that line's even in our show. No, no. We don't play. We don't. None of us three play any of the principal. Really, we're more supporting. Mm-hmm. Sure. I think Michael has probably the of the three of us the the biggest part. He's Francesca's actual husband, the one that gets cheated on. Bud. Yeah. <sighs> so everyone's and Lizzie and I are the like we live in the next farm over about a quarter mile down the road. Yeah. We're just the comic relief as best we can. Nosy neighbors. Yeah, those are the two words that um, the two words describing Marge, the character I play, um, is sassy and nosy. <laughs> but I, I think there's some humanity and she's lovingly nosy. She just wants to take care of Francesca, I think, um, and support her a little bit. And yeah, and she fights with this guy a lot. And, and you, make, <laughs> squirt, squirt. you make pie, pie, uh, and cake. Hey, and cake. <laughs> hey cake. you can never go wrong with pie, and you can never go wrong with cake. Never, never go wrong yeah. with cake. And I think we're both kind of like we have a farm, but we're kind of retired from it now. Or I gotcha. You know, we're I just. Still living and they're, in and they're not in the and they're, they're not in the movie or the book really no, as much. Not in the movie at all. Um, and I'll say it's just mostly. The book, if anything, they're just least. mentioned. It's not. It's not anything. Yeah, the, the movie is pretty much uh, follows the book pretty bigger. pretty well. So so you guys are and, and which is which is always needed in something that's kind of heavy as the Bridges of Man County, which right. is you guys are kind of. Um, if there's Rosencrantz, like Guildenstern kind yeah, of humor. Right, like, there's a time for somebody to just kind of chuckle a little bit or something. They'll have a little scene with the two of us. Now, how many songs do you guys have, all three of you? Uh, well, not. I know you guys might not have them together, like but ensemble stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got like one, which I sing with with Bud. Oh, okay, cool. And I do this. It's really the best song in the whole show. It I, put, I, I mean, right Francesca and Robert are just like, love you. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> we get out there and we just kind of, you know, pick it up a little bit. Gospel tune. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Well, you have the pipes for it. I'm not kidding. He, you were you were singing Gaston. I mean, it, was, it sounded like Gaston. It was beautiful. Because <laughs> they got an actual guy from Broadway does that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, the thing I like about when I'm gone, it's, uh, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a, a mon- montage sequence in the show. Like mm-hmm. where we're speeding up the years, where the daughter is uh. now growing up and getting married, and and the husbands are starting to get old and and die off and all. And we're just singing about when I'm gone, take me out of my cornfield. It's just got a gospely song feel to it. Cool. And I have a gospel music background. All right, so, cool. Yeah, I'm a church boy. I sing in choir and stuff. Growing up, so that's awesome. It's easy. For what? Me. So are you then a tenor <laughs> by default, or am I what a tenor by default? I would say. Yeah, I can sing tenor. You, well, yeah, you can probably push yourself to bass if you want. Yeah, yeah, right in the middle there. Mm. A baritone. A baritone. <laughs> this is actually <laughs> <a> major. Speaks <laughs> well, I, well, the show I did before this <laughs> was ragtime, and the last note of the show that I had to sing was a high C. Oh wow! Yeah. So. Can't, now, this is kind of nice. Can, can I? Can I just say? And this is this is in no disrespect to the show ragtime. But uh, we, my senior year, rag, it was when Ragtime came back out, and they won all the Tonys and all that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, this is high school, so like literally we're seniors. We drove all night from Columbus, Ohio area to New York. We got off probably like at 6 o'clock. We all changed into our dress clothes. We are tired because mm. we're in a bus. We're uncomfortable. 
we did, our first show was Ragtime. You slept through a day. Oh, I fell asleep. It was so. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just remember the first. I was like, well, this is kind of cool. I just don't know where this is going because they don't set up the whole um, the one Ragtime player being kind of turning into a gangster. They don't. They don't. I didn't. We didn't get to that part. That's the first act ends with I think uh, was it Houdini's uh, big the big song on the wire act or whatever. And, yeah. And setting up the 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 uh, immigrant and his daughter being a filmmaker and all that like yeah. that was progressing along, but you didn't really see much of. And so I just remember I I was just like oh god I just, oh, and I felt so horrible. Too bad you missed our production. We just closed a month ago. No really. Oh yeah, because yeah. I, I I've always because I saw the movie. I didn't even know they had a movie of it with uh. uh well, the movie. Was well, it's based not. It's on not. the original book by Yale Doctor, which came out in like 1975, and that was right. the movie. The musical, kind of like Bridges. Oh, it deters. Yeah, exactly. But it has the same characters in it. Yeah, they're not going to have some guy that actually sounds like a uh, uh, what's his name? Oh, you dirty rat. James <laughs> yeah, James Cagney. You're not going to have a guy in the musical play James Cagney or <laughs> like James Cagney. Yeah. So, but no, I. That makes me kind of. That's the only thing I'm sad because then we saw Footloose, which I did not want to see. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, we well, we wanted to see Lion King or Being the Beast or uh, You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. I mean, there were so many other musicals. Or hell, we would have seen Ragtime again. Honestly, some of us were just like we were yeah. tired. Yeah. yeah, but no, we had tickets for Loose. But for Loose was actually really good. <laughs> so it was one of those uh, learning moments of well, especially when you're young, you don't always want to listen to you know oh you're going to enjoy Footloose probably, and it's like no, I'm not. And then yeah, I am. Yeah. I like, liked the movie. <laughs> Movies. Well, the movie is better. It 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 is a jukebox musical, but but but, anyway, yeah. Bridges of Madison County. Yeah. So uh, on point. On point. I have a solo. You do. I do. I sing this bluesy song. Before they're getting it on. Sort of sets the scene. So you you lay the mood down. Right at the end of Act One. Yeah. yeah, they turn on the radio and then they just—they turn on the radio and then she's on the other side of the stage, like the voice of that's coming through the radio. Yeah, she's uh, There's different ways you can interpret that scene. Yeah, Don't you can play it, listening mm-hmm. to the radio and singing. She's singing along. It, yeah. Yeah. Or yeah, you can have a quick change or some kind of drama like that. Okay. But <clears throat> why don't you sing? It why don't you go ahead and sing? Yeah, go for it. it. No. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta buy that ticket. Yep. <laughs> there you go. That's cool. Um, and then you play Bud. And, I play Bud. And you have a solo with Bill. Richard Johnson. Richard Bud Johnson. Yeah. So he. he called Bud since he's a kid. That's everybody calls me that. So he's he's a he's a great guy. I think I think the thing is about Bud is that you don't really have a an antagonist you know he, he's not he, there's, there's no villain in this show so that's nice have, to yeah you have and so like so where's the conflict coming it's all kind of like an internal struggle that each of the characters kind of have in their own right and mm-hmm. uh for bud you know i think he i think he realizes throughout his entire life while he's married to francesca this wonderful person that he just he can't be the guy that can give her the dreams that she that she has. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean that he, she may be that for him, and you may see that throughout the show. But he knows that he can't be that for her, and he wants to be desperately, and he knows he just can't because he's an Iowa farm boy. He's an Iowa farmer, and he just he just can't give her what she so needs. And there, there's one line that's not in the show, but it's in the book, mm-hmm. and it talks about um, when Bud's in the hospital and one of the last conversations he has with Francesca talking about how I know you had dreams of your own and I'm sorry I couldn't give them to you and she mentions that that was the the most touching moment of their marriage 
So yeah. it's, it's kind of one of those things where like, you go through the show and you don't really have like a villain. You don't have somebody that you're going to be angry at. And you end up caring for everybody in the entire show. And that's, that's kind of neat. Which, which that's, that's nice because like uh, in the movie, like for example, the movie Elf, um, my one... No, well, no, hold on. Bear with me for a second. No, I see. Uh, yeah. The movie Elf, the bad guy's kind of the dad, but of course he has a complete change of heart by the end of the movie. I watched the musical. My, uh, a friend of my wife was in the, the touring company, and, I, and so I had to do... Because I wasn't a big fan of Elf. I'm, I know I'm against the crowd. But we had to go see the musical, and they, the dad's not only the bad guy, but the, the, the Peter Dinklage character kind of at the end of it and the other Santas are kind of the bad guys. Um, the dad is, of course, same thing, but like, like it's almost like a big thing. Like, the guy who is the CEO of the company that the dad works for and the yeah. Peter Dinklage, yeah. And so, it's, but they had to felt like it was kind of shoehorned in to make make it work for the stage, and and it's fine. I mean, it's it's an, it's a very serviceable musical, but I always there's a part of me that always doesn't like that when you have to shoehorn a, a villain antagonist in. Sometimes you just don't need it because sometimes the the journey to get to for these characters is way more, I think, in entertaining than than that. So that's actually very refreshing to hear. Now, with that said, who did you prepare for the role to read the book? Is that what you did? And uh, then because I'm gonna follow that around to everybody. So get I, ready. I had meant to do that before the auditions, but I just didn't. <laughs> I just didn't get there, so I, I kind of went in blind because you know, unless you know the, the musical, and I didn't, I wasn't completely familiar with it. It's mm-hmm. a newer show, um, you know. So I, I kind of looked up some things on YouTube or whatever, but I hadn't read the book yet. But as soon as uh, as soon as the cast list came up, I I got into the book. I read the book. I watched the movie again, just to kind of see you know what they did with it and what was said. And and for me, it was great because I was like, well, they don't say much about Bud, so I can kind of do. I can kind of explore him on my own. You can take more ownership of that, which is, yeah. Um, You know, and Hunter Foster was, uh, was but on Broadway. He didn't do the the workshops, but he ended up doing it on Broadway. And so I, you know, I'm very different from him, I think. And so that also gives me some more room to play with the character too. So yeah. What about you? Did you, I am very strange when I approach a show, I'm blissfully ignorant and I do this purposely. It's sometimes a, a nightmare for the directors, but I want to be a clean slate when I get a no, part. I don't want to do all the research. Oh, but she did it this way. Oh, and then this one they did it this way. And da da da. da. I want to do it my way mm-hmm, or the mm-hmm. director's way. I am the vessel of his image. It's his copyright. You know, he's paid the royal royalties. <laughs> so I, I don't know a lot about the book. I honestly don't know. I know the movie from way back when, and I listened to the music well enough to do the callbacks. 1995, way back yeah. when, though. I know, right? Uh, yeah, but I know. I, I Makes me sad. <laughs> I, I purposely, I don't want any implicit biases. I don't want any preconceived notions of what this character should be. I had two words to work on. Sassy. And nosy. <laughs> Those are the words that they describe, and then what he wants me to do. No, yeah. yeah and then I don't actually. I, I take it all in. You won't see it for a while. Sorry. <laughs> and I often scare directors because it doesn't come out until it all solidifies in my head. Of, so do you do you save that then for Tech Week? Is that when um, it starts I to come out for you? I hate my. I hate that I do that because I can't stand peers or. or potential judgment and picking and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So when I'm in the rehearsal process, I'm in my head a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to 
take what the director's saying, the notes, the movements, mm-hmm. none of that gets solidified until the lights are out and we're in tech week. Yeah. I've always been that <laughs> yeah. way. It scares directors. Sorry. <laughs> Says the, and and, and the director, time. who is Chris. Yeah. I've worked with him one other time. I don't think the character I had wasn't too involved. No, I mean, it's a great show. Yeah, he I wrote mean, it. It was, um, oh. so it was very groovy. Yeah. Ethel Merman experience. It was so cool. He yeah. researched all of Ethel Merman's songs and made this cabaret type um, event. Yeah. And Mary Martin made an appearance, and that was the character I played because in real life, I learned about her because of him. Ethel had um, her as a best friend, and then Cody played her Donald other. Connor. Yeah, someone else who was another up and coming star. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was about to retire, but he wrote this really cool cabaret. So I got to work with him with that. Right. I don't know if I scared you in that, but you know, I always have so much going on. You really scared me now. But but she kind of scared you with this one and just a skosh, just a skosh. I, I just I, you know, I can see I notes. can see criticism. She'll be there. <laughs> or, I love her already. I'm loving the little things you're giving me because I. Or or is that possibly your own paranoia? Because I I. I overthink things sometimes. Like I'm concerned about that stuff too. And if I, well, again, it's very fresh for me because I did Mad Lab Sketchy Sex, and I haven't acted like memorizing lines in like 17 years, like uh, like <laughs> high school, middle school, yeah. mm-hmm. terrified me. And I had like um, I call it Doctor Lingo, but my character's an annoying. Uh, my character was an annoying like uh, date, and literally I was just like. So, um, I'm allergic to shellfish, dust mites, bee stings, jellyfish, some kinds of fungi, strawberries, <laughs> carbon mazepine, lamotrigine, tetracycline, sulfamatoxis, ultramethoprim. Right. And I'm going like, oh God, oh God, I have to memorize that. It's so horrible. And so, and so in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, I'm not saying it right. I'm doing a horrible job. Like, am I not doing, oh, you know, you know what I mean? Critic. Yeah, um, it's. But, um, yeah, I'm more in, I'm, I don't know. I'm very odd. No, That's my technique. You're not. <laughs> Speaking of odd. <laughs> right. Bill's turn. Well, okay, so Bill, I mean, I, I know you guys both said earlier, like, I think your character's more in the book anyway, but again, it's more than lightly mentioned. Did, did you read the book, too, to get prepared? I mean, just to get a glance of... Or, no. <laughs> no? Hey. My acting method. I've not read the book. I... I think I've seen the movie mm-hmm. back when it first came out on video or something. And I know enough about it. It was like just basically about a, not really about bridges. <laughs> it's about uh, two people making bad decisions for two hours. <laughs> but um, <laughs> what drew me to the show? <laughs> 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 no, I had a friend of mine said, I will not audition for that show because that woman is weak. Yeah. Whoa, yeah. Well, I'm going to wait with her a little bit too, but you know, it, it's, a, it's a story that's worth telling, and it's told with beautiful Sorry. music. And what drew me to it was the music. In fact, I really wanted to audition for the character of Robert mm-hmm. until I looked at the script and <laughs> saw all the stuff that Robert had to do to and with Francesca. And, you know, I decided, well, maybe I'd play him because my wife of 30 years might not. Isn't that like a weird, Appreciate weird that. thing? Like you have to kind of, I mean, I mean, I can kiss you, Mary and the librarian on the footbridge, no big deal. But right, oh, you played, you played Professor Hill, yeah, one of my favorite musicals, oh, man. Yeah. You, yeah, I mean, I love all of you, you guys hear, already. Your trouble? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love. No, that's one that of my, my first leading role, like three years ago. Oh really? 
So you just started getting back into, did you just, when in high school and stuff my first too? Show, no, my first show in my life oh. was 2013 when I was 49. Freaking rad, man. <laughs> and my second show was Music Man and I played Harold. And that was fun, but it was scary. And then he saved the show in Les Mis. He saved it. I mean... I didn't save it. You did save it. And Lizzie and I were in Les Mis together a couple years ago, too. Yeah, and our lead got sick nodes or something that turned out to be nothing. But still, (laughs) he had the part for the show. No, that's bad. They called me and said, can you play Jean Valjean? Oh, my God. In two weeks when we open. Yeah, he's a lead part. And, I mean, I would be freaking about memorization. I, I would just be... And everybody knows Les Mis. Everybody has the whole show memorized, except for a guy that hasn't done theater until like for like a year. A year. Oh my gosh! No, that's all right. Now, random nerd point for me because I grew up watching the movie of of uh, of, uh, of the Music Man. Yeah. And I know sometimes when they re-released it back in I think the six. Well, no, it came out in the fifties, six, yeah, seventies or eighties when they did it. Did they do the movie ending where they end with seventy six trombones, or did they do the ending where it just ends like? like Cut, smash, cut on in the gymnasium. It ends in the gymnasium when the kids come in. Okay. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the orchestra kind of builds up, and then it ends up being a big whole thing. Yeah, and that's how it ends. In Hollywood, you can make it a little more. Iowa? <laughs> yeah, it's in Iowa. It is in Iowa. It's in Iowa. Yeah. Well, I. Circle. Oh, oh, circle. There's nothing. But it's a song. Oh, Jesus. What is it? Yeah, because it's uh, the little bu- the boy. Wells Fargo wagon will be. Coming down the track. Just take one of those songs just in the middle of Bridges. Right. Yeah. <laughs> See if anybody notices. See, I, I mean, on the other hand, though, if I would have gotten Robert, we can talk about this since they're not here. <laughs> yeah. I have a girlfriend, but she'd have to she'd have to take back seat because uh, I'd be all top hat. That'd be great. Give you a space out there. Well, that, and another thing is, our girl is playing Francesca. She's great, but she's like gonna be four months pregnant when the show's up. Perfect. Oh. No, no scares them by accident. We're okay. <laughs> yeah. She's also. She's also she's also married to well, and she's married to the guy that's playing Robert, so it's a good. Oh, match. so that works out. Yeah, that, that works. Chemistry. <laughs> so I'll be fine. They just don't. We go really. <laughs> oh, that's no. They're doing great together, and uh, it's good. That's be, awesome. Yeah. No, I, I always I always I saw uh, a production of um, Music Man like I don't know like a two years ago or so, three years ago or so, and it smash cut ended like that, and I never, because, you know, I, I saw the movie, and they, 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 it's very faithful to the very end, they schmutz the ending where they have the, the band marching down the street, and he comes well, the music man yeah. outside of that, and then where I remember... Where did you see it? Uh, I think Hilliard, it was uh, the Hilliard Arts okay. did it. Um, I was in Westerville. Oh, you were Westerville? And, and Pickerington also did it the same summer. Oh, did they really? Yeah. Oh, man, that was the year of music man. Man, I, and I, that just blew my mind though because I was just like, "What's well, like Sound of Music?" We were in high school, did Sound of Music. I didn't know that Max, the well, I played Max, but Max had like three songs. If you watch the music, the movie, because that's my mom's favorite movie, I had to watch it. I yeah, yeah, and I was just like, "What the hell?" He he, the only song he has in the movie is the you know. Yeah, well, oh, not sixteen, seventeen. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, it's the. Uh, oh, for some reason, I'm thinking of Mary Poppins, and that is wrong. It's not Spoonful of Sugar. It's the. 
um, Doe, a deer, because he's playing with the kids and he's like blindfolded and he's like singing the song with them. But he has like two other songs with the uh, with the dude's wife or with his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, the madam, the baroness, the baroness. Mm-hmm. and then yeah, and Max kind of in the musical kind of helps them. I feel yeah, which in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's Bradley's husband <laughs> in the production I was in. He's really? Max. Yeah. Jason Cross. With Sound of, um, Sound of Mucus. Yeah. Did you hear about Chris Bradley? I did. That is so sad. He's, he's really doing well with the chemo, though. That's good. Yeah. That's very good. I decided to post because I'm friends with Jason. Um, yeah, I he hadn't posted news or something in a while, and then he just posted something that he yeah. had. Uh, he's been fighting, I think, leukemia, yeah. which is, uh, yeah. So, um, on happier th- notes, though, Bridges of Madison County. Hilarious. Knee slappers all across the board. But, um, oh, man. So how long have you guys been living with this now, for, uh, with the characters, with the musical, with, with the show? Yeah, I think we started rehearsing like four weeks or so ago, about a month ago. And um, interestingly enough, I sort of didn't even... Um, was was supposed to do another show mm-hmm. at this time. Um, another hilarious yeah, show. Uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like completely left my brain what it was called. I can't I remember. It wasn't Agnes and God, was it? No, no, no. no. Um, and uh, anyway, it was a uh, it was an old high society. High society. Oh, oh okay. Just, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I know of that Philadelphia yeah. Story musical of the Philadelphia Story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But. Um, we decided that we wanted to do something a little more contemporary and something that um, there wasn't a lot of interest. It didn't seem like I'm not, I'm not sure. So we kind of um, I'm, I, I get alerts from the company that holds the rights to this to this musical, mm-hmm. uh, Music Theater International. I get alerts from them when something becomes available. And we were, had just had just had a, a board meeting, and we're talking about what are we going to replace this with. So I was tasked with finding a new show, and literally, I think as I was driving home from that meeting, I got the alert ding on my little phone. I look, and I was like, oh, that might be an interesting show. So I've only kind of known that I was directing this since. Um, let's see, we auditioned in March, and I think. It was around January, like the end of January, that I knew this was coming up. So I've only been with it for a little bit as well. So it's been an interesting um, rehearsal process. This will probably be the Ohio premiere. It is not the Ohio premiere, but it's the area premiere. Area premiere. It's being done in Cleveland. It opens the weekend before we do. Oh, Cleveland. Always trying to steal our thunder. Cleveland. We would be the Ohio premiere. My my wife's from Cleveland, so I I, I I feel I I have the edge. You guys automatically have the edge because you're in the show, but my wife's from Cleveland. I can uh, Cleveland. Yes, you Central and your Ohio premiere. Central Ohio premiere. So, what what difficulties have you, not difficulties? What challenges have you had as a director for the show that you've tried to you had oh, to work through? It's a, it's the kitchen. Besides Bill, who was raising his hand up for that one, it's a, it's a challenging show. Um, the the book of the of the musical is written very much like a movie would be written. Not what, there's not that's cool. there's not there's there are no blackouts. You know the lights come up and you're in it, um, and you may literally um, jump from one like there there one scene will end and the next scene will start in completely different locations, mm. but there's no transition. 
So finding those transitions and how you're going to transition all of those scenes. And there's not always music to help you. Now, do they ever... That's the thing, and this is just me being curious on this. Because, uh, so, like, when you license the show out do they give you like additional things that other shows have done previously like tips and tricks on how to do that or no it's all in your damn no yeah um so you kind of have to kind of feel it out as you're going and it you know i think different productions um everybody's going to do it a little bit differently because of the space they're in yeah um for instance um youtube can help a little bit well yeah but yeah. you don't also want to you don't want to Carbon copy something. Yeah. Um, the idea, so. But yeah, mm-hmm. you can get you can get if you're if you're not you know if you're really stuck. That's a that's a good mm-hmm. option. But you know another challenge has been rehearsing and that the space is great, um, but it's not quite the size of the stage that we're going to be rehearsing. Okay. So you can see um, what well, you can't see out there listening to <laughs> us, but uh, we're in our rehearsal space right now, and there's we've taped it out on the floor so they can kind of get a feeling of what where everything is but it's so will you guys you know, do your tech weekend here too no 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 we'll, we'll be in the theater with that's the that's nice yeah. then that's because yeah. i know some theaters their tech week is also not on that theater until like two days oh, before well, what really stinks is this room is carpeted so it's really hard to go over the tap numbers <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard because my tap shoes they just want to slip on the carpet all the time yeah well there used to be a wall right here dividing yeah. this, this yeah, space in half when we first started <laughs> There was a oh my gosh! All right, so if you had to go, yep. if you had to cross across the stage, you actually had to go around outside, <laughs> down yeah. a different hallway, and then back in a doorway that's now drywalled over. <laughs> yeah, so that was really hard. Uh, <laughs> it's a great wall in Madison County. Yeah, it's a great. Yeah, and yeah, because you guys can't see it in, in the audience, but like there, yeah, you can see the outline of it where the nails would go. There's like, uh, you know, markings from the, probably the architect 105 up going up and down. Other, yeah, you can see it. Visualize a wall, yeah. and then imagine That's another wall. Like, yeah. And what's interesting is that they built the wall over the carpet because the yeah. carpet was. Well, I heard that there the was no cut break. The wall the had just been built before these company moved into here mm-hmm. like, like a couple months before we moved in and then like, we really? need all gone now yeah yeah and the electric so we got the ghost of ronald reagan to come in yeah sro just moved into this office literally our first day in here was march 1st we had auditions that day i believe oh wow yeah. so um we're kind of in that phase where you move in and you're living there, but everything's still in boxes because oh, we haven't yeah. been in rehearsal and haven't had time to unpack. So this is your permanent space going yeah, for Yeah, so this is our office well, slash rehearsal space. But by the way, I'm, I'm going to go back because I was listening. Oh. What is the uh, ghost of Ronald Reagan? Oh, no, he, he was just telling somebody to, to tear down the wall. <laughs> oh, oh, it took me a second, but I'm with you. Bush, it? No. Ma- Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. That was Reagan? That was Reagan, yeah. yeah. That was uh, Mark Quimby from The Simpsons. Yeah. Well, especially the way I've been doing it, yeah. No, yeah. It's, uh... No. Yeah. Okay. That met. Man. So, if there's... Really? Yeah, the wall came down in 90. I'm a German teacher. <laughs> My wife's a teacher, so that's why I was asking it earlier. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah speak to us in German. How do you say the bridges of say Madison County? Say something for Tate. Drücke von Madison County. Drücke. I can never pronounce that. That would drive me... Oh, I can't. No, I can't do that. It's your uvula. How often do you get to say uvula? Uvula. At least three times. Yeah. I say it as often as I can. 
Yeah, yeah, because you get to. Is that one of the first things you have to do? Like, are you like uh, the very first, like, was it German 101? I, I don't even know what they call anymore. German 1, I guess. My mom's from Germany. It's mm-hmm. a family in, from Germany. But um, uh, you pick up the accent as you hear it. She's German, Ideally. West Virginian. And Italian. <laughs> <laughs> So Triple I threat. All boom, 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 boom. going on here. <laughs> but, um, no, I teach German one and flex class. It's called. Mm-hmm. I'm a little seventh graders every six weeks, I get two new classes, which just started yesterday. So I guess that was my okay. thing. Is that, do you do that thing where you have to learn how to? Glottal. Yeah. You just naturally do it, I guess. Uh, if you, so your articulators form at a certain age, then you're stuck with the accent you have. But some people are able to manipulate those articulators. You know, to do accents and whatnot, you can just play and you change and you know, okay. but and you know other accents but d- doing a German accent the same my mom still has her German accent because she was just older when she learned English yeah. so she speaks with her German accent it's not so tr- strong but the, at least a bit can you make the light on <laughs> she says things like so so are you s- first second generation <laughs> sorry first generation on my mother's side I'm second on my father's and my last name is Tate which is none of my Frau Tate. Yeah, Frau it's Tate. in my history. My mom's maiden name was Bart and Giebel. And then my dad's mother was the Italian that came over. And Torino was her. Oh. Yeah. That's cool. So she married the Tate, and this is where Tate comes from. Yeah, it's I. Argen Bright was, that's my last mind, Argen Bright, which is German for Eckenbreck. Eckenbreck. It can break. Well, I'm probably not doing that last part right. Right, but. You no, know, I crave a Bahama mama all of a sudden. Uh, hey, well, we can go to Schmidt's now. Actually, you guys got rehearsal here in, in a bit. The first year is really good. No, plug in. Plug in. The Menor Core place is really good. No. Oh, <laughs> no, no, you're yeah. fine. Do you know Walter's, the new place? No, I've not. It's phenomenal, isn't it? I went there the for lunch two weeks you know, ago. So where is that at? I've not, I've not heard of it. They just gave you a big old heap of eggs and potatoes and sausage and stuff in a cast iron skillet, and you just eat it. Yeah, it it's, it's a Germanic restaurant. Well, I, it's, you're not you, again. Just to clarify, um, it's not Hoffenbrot. No, it's no, no. no that's that's at the Manicor. Yeah, it's on High Street. Which South used to be High housing Street. for the opera, Columbus yeah, Opera. Yeah, they lost their original building, the Manicor building, the due Manicor? to some sort of Manicor. So they had to move to another location, and they had a restaurant in the original Manicor building. Manicor. And what? it's an old choir of. Yeah. Uh, for Germanic heritage, there's two in the cl- in. What's what's the price range on the food like? Eh, middle. It's middle. Yeah. We would nice. there for brunch. Yeah, I think mine was like ten or twelve bucks. Mm-hmm. Do we have pierogies there too? Probably. Probably. <laughs> Love me some pierogies. Well, Bloody Mary. You have a German Bloody Mary? That sounds fascinating well, to me. Yeah, yeah, right. Mary served in a German restaurant. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so, how do you make it? With the exact same ingredients. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> <laughs> you killed me, man. You killed me. But it's right down there on the <laughs> Just south of Whittier on High Street. You have to do... You, I bet he's a gas to work with oh, yeah. during the entire show. You kill me. I'm not kidding. You kill me, man. Gas is the right word. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, ho, ha. My part is relatively small, so I try and get my lines learned and out of the way so that I can just goof off during rehearsal because I'm not on stage very much. Yeah. And this is what drives him crazy. You want to talk, go outside. It's <laughs> time to move the, the table or something. <laughs> Unless there's an Indians game. Yeah. The, my, my struggle isn't learning the lines and the songs. It's... Remembering when I'm supposed to move <laughs> moving all the furniture. Set oh yeah, I was never used to that at all. Oh, 
like and there was I mean luckily I only messed it up during one actual show and someone was, there were so many people moving around it, and it was something simple it was like move this table that's already here and move it back a little right. bit and someone's yeah. out yeah but I was talking to somebody else backstage and I was like hey things are great this is a good show the door in one of the songs yeah it's called Doriography when she when she comes to the door, then Bill, you move it this way. When she goes through it again, you move it upstage to the right. And when she goes through it again, you roll it off. <laughs> now, by that point, do they have you move into like the black shirt, black pants kind of thing, or no? You're just in your no. Costume? The, some of the ensemble members are on the stage, kind of singing and ooing and aahing in the background, singing during it. So I'm just one of those people, but I also move things. And we have Anita who just walked in. Yeah. Hi, Anita. Hi, you. You can talk. It's okay. <laughs> That's a little mermaid. Yeah, we were talking earlier um, about how there's no transition, so yeah, moving up scenery has become. Part of the part of the, the show, no, that's like it's in plain sight. The cast moves it in costume. In no, I mean you have to do it sometimes. Actually, carry the bridge on his back to bring it in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually the bed that they have sex on. So he's <laughs> <laughs> the bed. New. <laughs> no, 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 no. It yeah. works really. Well. <laughs> so you want to share the. Uh, what we oh, discovered wait. about what, what we discovered about um, the show is is that uh, there's there's a scene um, where they oversleep Francesca and uh, Robert mm-hmm. and the family's on their way home and what is her first reaction when she uh, with blood barges in what the hell no, no, no. she has to change the sheets she has to change the sheets so what we've noticed is that she 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 doesn't change. <laughs> She changes the sheets after uh, Robert, but not after Bud. Oh! Oh! oh no. So how long has it been there, That's Bud? true love. Right. <laughs> we'll figure something so Robert, out. So Robert and Francesca are getting down on Bud's dirty sheets. <laughs> yeah. And I don't hold back either, so... That's right. Say hi, Anita. Anita yeah, hi, Anita. Who do you... This. Yeah, who do you play? It's early for rehearsals. Yeah. Did you bring oh. snacks? Oh, about that. About that. I may have eaten them on the way here. <laughs> oh, and Anita, what is your go-to karaoke song? Yes. Right. The Edge of Glory by Lady Gaga. Okay. Wow. All right. All right. Yeah, good. I mean, that was... There was not even a, a sense of hesitation. Like, you... Like, everyone kind of was like, oh, I'd have to think that. She went, bam. Oh, I really like we didn't Pulled ask Chris what his was. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, Chris, what was yours? How about karaoke? Sony End. In a long time. Sony End. Oh, I've never heard of that song. You don't even talk to me. Sony is great. Do you want to dance? Do you want to dance? Yes. Christopher is also directing a cabaret. Right. Featuring the music of... Bet Babs, Judy, and Liza. Bet Babs, Judy, and Liza. At Mad Lab, actually, the next two I've, weekends. Yes, I've I've just now heard of that, yeah. of all things. And Liz is singing in it, and Anita is singing in it. I wasn't invited to sing in it. Ooh. <laughs> oh, no. So, mm. I'm doing uh, awkward. Awkward. <laughs> we're doing a podcast, guys. Yeah, we're doing a podcast. Say hi. Hi. This is Marissa hi. and Annika. Hi, Annika, Marissa. Yeah. yeah. No, the microphone. The microphones are no, here. We're just sitting around a table talking to the microphone. Yeah. yeah. For pretend. This is really a gigantic prank that we, which will have fruition when it gets posted. <laughs> okay. So let's. So you know what? Let's end it with this one. 
Because it's been apparently the ongoing theme. Well, right. thank you, Bill. Yes, yes. <laughs> what is your karaoke, go-to karaoke song? Oh, gosh. Somebody to Love by Queen. Ooh. Oh, got a Queen in there. All right. So I explain that Annika is playing Bud's daughter, Carolyn. Don't think I have one. <laughs> she's only Annika's fourteen only, years old, so she probably doesn't have karaoke okay. songs. All right, good answer. What's your favorite song, though? Who's your favorite singer? Right now, um, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know <laughs> I mean, I listen to like pop songs, but I mostly listen to like show tunes. Yeah, oh, that's a great answer. Well, that's not a bad. That's not a bad answer. Okay, but if you had your choice to walk up and sing any song in front of people. Broadway or no, which would it be? That, that would probably, because that's what karaoke is. It would be the like. corn dog song from Bridges of Madison. <laughs> 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 Four corn dogs, I think, might die. She hates selling corn dogs and she thinks she might die. Yes. She's the yeah. size of seven corn dogs. <laughs> 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 I can say that about people now. I'm an adult. I think it should be a Stevie Nicks song since your cow's name is Stevie. She's like, who's that? All right. <laughs> All right. Well, before I was, I'll finish with mine, and that would be, and then uh, then we will bid adieu, and then we'll, rec- well, I'll edit this part out. We'll record <laughs> intros. Um, mine would be Queen's uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, nice. so oh, that's, yeah, that's I think the last karaoke song I did was. Um, Probably Ice Ice Baby. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. Like a ludicrous mine, song. Yeah, mine, right? mine was the soliloquy from Carousel, which is like 10 minutes long, and everybody's like, how much longer is it going to be up there? Oh, my God. Uh, they have that on karaoke? Some, <laughs> some places do. Some Club, places. Club Diversity does. <laughs> Fun fact, my husband, he's not really a singer. He's, he's more on like the... Not performance side. That is a fun fact. <laughs> when he goes to karaoke, he knows every single word to "Baby Got Back," and he does not need the monitor when he sings. Well, it. Yeah. The only thing he'll do. That's epic. Play. So if they had the people where they have the the uh, the cordless mic, he could just walk into the audience and does. start. Does he? Oh, that's <laughs> aggravating. Because that's epic. Because that's epic. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks everybody for coming out and talking about Bridges of Madison County. I appreciate that. And then, uh, uh, oh, uh, what other productions besides Bridges of Madison County you want to go out there? And of course, throw the dates out there for Bridges of Madison County. Well, Bridges of Madison County runs April twenty eighth through May seventh mm-hmm. at the Columbus Performing Arts Center, downtown Columbus, five forty nine Franklin Avenue. Uh, you can go to www.srotheater.org for tickets and more information. That's R E. Yeah, with an R E. We're theater people, so it's T H E A T R E. The proper spelling. Um, And uh, coming up next at SRO is the uh, comedy, the zany comedy, The 39 Steps. Um, Oh, you guys are the ones who are doing 39 Steps. Okay. Hitchcock. That's right. Um, The 39 Steps, where four actors play 150 roles. Well, actually, two actors play 146 roles, and the other two play the other four. But um, that'll be a lot of fun. Um, That runs uh, June. Mid-June, June 9th through the 18th, I believe, okay. are the dates for that one. And we just announced our 2017-2018 uh, season, which Woo! I'll give to you real quick. Uh, we'll be starting with the Pirates of Penzance, uh, which Was will be done in Mad Lab, uh, which oh, will be nice. fun. Yeah. Aye, aye. Yeah. Nice. Followed by Arthur Miller's The Crucible. Mm-hmm. 
Which That's is very, hilarious. Very timely piece to be done right now. Okay. Um, and then in 2018, we'll be doing August Osage County in April. Ooh. Oh, and I forgot uh, Titanic in February, the musical right. Titanic. Oh, wow. And closing our season with Company, company. Stephen Sondheim and George Bobby. Fritz. Classic company, and that'll be in uh, May of 2018. Go to srotheater.org. All right, thank, thank you. no, thank you guys. This was awesome. Thank you, Nick. Get out of here without cheese. You're a creep. Go away. We're having a good time until you start up, cheapers. Go have some coffee with cream or something, because I'll tell you something. This is a happy place.